Trump's current Biden administration, we see a new mediator in the region, and that's China. And China have really stepped into that gap here. And it has not only put the United States to the place of looked upon as being weaker, but it's also weakened us here, Israel, because China are mediating between Iran, between Saudi Arabia, between the Palestinian Authority and the United States, who many, many times has stood up at the United Nations for Israel, has vetoed many, many times that all the nations would uh, vote against Israel and thank for the United States who stood in the gap for us. And for the time being, they are not there the way they used to. So uh, we're concerned. We're concerned the way things are uh, uh, playing out right now. Our, uh, our borders are being encroached upon, especially our northern border. That is red hot right now. And uh, this is probably one of the uh, reasons why members of the Israeli government are coming to the United States. Just like in the last few days, our ambassador, uh, Gilad Ergun, has gone and spoken directly to the United Nations Secretary General. And he has told him that the United Nations has to step in to the crisis on our northern border. And what is going on in our northern border is Hezbollah, who are a puppet of the Iranians, who are being paid by the Iranians, who are being funded, who are being uh, supplied weapons by the Iranians. They have crossed over into what we call our border. Now, this is the this is the reason why they're getting away with it, Brandon, and for those viewers who don't know, that officially on our northern border, the border with Lebanon, according to the United Nations, it is not an official border. It's kind of more like a international armistice line, but it is not looked upon as an official border. And for that reason, the uh, members of Hezbollah have set up, for the last number of months, they've set up a number of uh, tents. We have warned the, the uh, Hezbollah, the leader, Nasrallah, uh, any move, any action will be taken uh, with the most strictest force. We will put you back into the dark ages was the rhetoric from our uh, defense minister. Uh, but they are not moving. They are not doing anything, but they're not moving. And all of the time, they are being uh, encouraged by the Iranians. And I actually believe what happened a few months ago in the Gaza Strip, where there was a war, what's going on in Judea and Samaria, which is politically called the West Bank, and what is going on on our northern border? I actually believe it's a, a smokescreen. I believe the Iranians, they are funding and supporting all of these different movements to get, I believe, the international world and the international media off of Iran, off themselves, while they constantly go ahead building this nuclear uh, capability, the nuclear weapon that they uh, obviously want to build. So uh, 
it is really getting to a, a, a very, very even more tense situation here on our northern border. In fact, here is a headline right now, breaking news. You probably don't even know this because you're on the news right now. You're here with me. Jerusalem Post, terrorist killed after stabbing attack at Jerusalem Light Rail Station. The attacker was okay. killed on site after stabbing a 25-year-old man who is now in moderate condition. You guys have just had a great increase in terrorist attacks in the last few months, have you not? So what the, the statistics for this year, 2023, there have been 35 murders. That is more than the last 10 years. And the reason why, and it's, I go back to what I said a few seconds ago, the Iranians, they are trying as a smokescreen to get the international world and media focused on these new waves of terror. And they are real and they are there. And they're mainly in Samaria, places called Janine. They're mainly there. People are calling, calling it another kind of intifada, which is the word for an uprising. And our, uh, our military are working day and night to try and get to the terror Cells, our military intelligence, our cyber intelligence are working day and night. But now you have these cases like in Jerusalem. Now, they, these are um, these are not everyday things that are going on. So I don't want to uh, people that are thinking of coming to Israel. I don't want it to put fear into them because uh, they are very, very isolated incidents, but they are increasing. So the more they increase, the more. Not only is our intelligence and military stepping up, but here's the interesting thing, Brennan. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and our right-wing government, they say our best weapon, our best retaliation to this terror is we will carry on building. We will continue building in Judea, in Samaria, up on the Golan, in the neighborhoods of Jerusalem. We will continue to grow. This is what happened when the Jewish people returned from exile under the rulership of Zerubbabel, Ezra, Nehemiah. They came back. They were fighting with one hand. They were building with the other. And in chapter 2 of Nehemiah, Nehemiah said, we will arise and we will build up Jerusalem. And this is our answer. Not only to defend as best as we can, but we will build and we will fulfill the words of the prophet when the Lord said he would bring his people back. And not only would he bring them back and plant them in their land, but they say, and they shall rebuild the desolate places. They shall plant vineyards and drink the wine thereof. I can take you through on buses, places where I will show you some of the vineyards on the fields of Samaria that we are growing, we are exporting, these, uh, w the wine from Samaria, from the Golan, from, from Judea, from all around. And um, believe me, you know, what you were talking about before, Brandon, about uh, government crackdown and what's going on in the world. You know, I've just finished a speaking tour in the United States. I was in California, North Dakota, Michigan, Minnesota, your old uh, stomping ground, Minnesota. Minnesota. And for me, a big part of it was what did the Israelites do when there was dangers and when there was a war? They blew the shofar. 
And one of the reasons they blew the shofar was to warn the people, was to wake them up, was to gather them. And I believe one of the verses that I uh, time and again went to was in Romans chapter 11, where Paul talked about, a, he uses a phrase, he calls it the times of the Gentiles. And all of what you were talking about before, all of what we're talking about around the world, these are the times of the Gentiles. And I actually believe we are coming to the end of the times of the Gentiles. And Paul says, when the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled or complete, then all Israel will be saved. God is going to turn back to his ancient people. But there's a, there's a kind of a two-way looking at that verse, the times of the Gentiles when they are fulfilled. There's one way of looking at it and saying, it's the, when the right number of Gentiles come to the revelation of who the Messiah is. But there is another way, if you look in the Greek and compare that word, when the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled, there's another verse in the New Testament which also uses the word fulfilled. And it really means when the Gentiles and the Gentile church comes to the full knowledge and revelation of what God's prophetic word is, for the Gentiles and for the Jewish people in the last days. And sadly, and I've seen it when I was in the United States, a lot of churches, if they're not into replacement theology, they're ignorant. They don't know that what we're talking about, China and Russia and Turkey and Iran and Saudi Arabia and importantly, Israel, it's all connected to what this is about. The times of the Gentiles, and then the time, once again, to favor Israel. And we are living in these days. Indeed. Let me ask you about Saudi Arabia. We have now got reports that Benjamin Netanyahu working on the peace deal with Saudi Arabia. There's discussions of taking the custody of the Temple Mount from Jordan and giving it to Saudi Arabia. How is that going over, over there? I'm glad you brought that up, Brandon. This is, to me, this is a very, very serious issue, and I'll tell you why. At the moment, in, in 19, uh, 1948, when Israel became a nation, Jordan, the kingdom of Jordan, they controlled the Temple Mount. In 1967, when we took over the Temple Mount, we should have driven the Jordanians off the Temple Mount and taken full control. But instead, we allowed the Jordanians to be the custodian. So today, 2023, now the Saudi Arabians are coming along and they are saying we are going to push the Jordanian kingdom out. We are going to be the new Islamic custodian. And basically what they want is they want, in a way, to be the new leader in the pack of the the, the Sunni Muslim world. Now, the problem for Israel with that is that Saudi Arabia have a very strong pack at the moment. It's only been about four or five months old. They have a very strong pack with the Iranians. And who knows what's going to happen in the future if we let or if the powers that be or if the Saudi Arabians just by themselves over the control of the Temple Mount, 
who knows if they're going to open the door for the Iranians, for the Chinese, because they're in they're kind of in bed now with the Chinese. Who knows where this is going to lead? Now, having said that, the big talk at the moment with Anthony Blinken, he has been desperately, desperately trying to get Saudi Arabia to make peace with Israel and to join in the Abraham Peace Accord. And one of the main reasons is he wants to help the Saudi Arabians develop nuclear energy rather than the Saudis turn to either the Chinese or the Russians to help them develop nuclear energy. And that would be a real disaster.